Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 15, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who didn't take kindly to my criticism the other night. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Well, thank you, Michael. I thought uh, you calling me a hack was a little bit over, over the mark, saying I was the word pod worst podcaster that's ever existed in the history of uh, podcasting. Don't forget, I chucked, in, I, I, I chucked in. I chucked in overpaid, yeah, don't forget that. Um, I thought you you're a bit harsh. I thought you'd show me uh, all the bad reviews I've gotten over my career. It was a little bit nasty. Yeah. Writing my, your own review of me was even nastier. There were three volumes of those reviews. You've got to have, you know, I mean, the people have spoken. Yeah, I know. I, I do understand that. But I just thought it was a little bit harsh. And you to give me uh, two uh, turds with eyes on them as a part of the review was oh, okay. harsher. <laughs> So what, what story are we actually referring to, Adam? You, I think you're more across the details than me. Uh, well, we're talking about Tom Boyd and Zane Cordy. Um, apparently, Zane Cordy was giving Tom Boyd shit about being overpaid and not being in the ones and not getting a kick. So and Tom, he's just like one of us. <laughs> he should be, he should and, be uh, on the podcast. And then, yeah, and then, then he poured a beer over him. Uh -huh. And Tom Boyd, I mean, come on, mate. You just got to be able to handle criticism and a beer being poured over you. It's just a bit of a uh, bit and of. He's turned around and he's turned around and hit him. Yeah. And then they 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 kept it quiet from the club and then they told the club and then uh, the club sanctioned them. This is a couple of weeks ago, and then it, it drifted out into the into the public. The, okay. the Media got hold of it. So did this happen uh, kind of at the club or happened like at quarter time or three quarter time in a huddle? Yeah, I think it. I think at three-quarter time, and that's uh, Zane Cordy's issue, is he's been drinking quite heavily during the game. But I love it. I love to see players, one, giving each other shit like that, like yep. really pointed, you know, harsh criticism, and two, you snap your mate. You don't take that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, did other people jump in to the fight? Do they, you know, do it cause tensions? Are there divides in the club? You know, the one group no, thinking... Apparently, he... apparently they're still mates. They went away together on the weekend. Oh, Really? Ah, those kind of friendships. So this, this happened a couple of weeks ago, and then this is this is how much footballers just recover from, you know, beatings. He just goes, ah, come on, mate, let's let's go to Bali or something together. Mm -hmm. Although uh, Tom Boyd, he probably they probably went to uh, Monaco or um, the Maldives <laughs> or something. Yeah, get a get a get the yeah. presidential suite. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So now. We must point out that uh, you, Michael, are currently in uh, Mason Cox Studios in New York. Is that correct? I am. I'm looking out over beautiful Manhattan right now. I'm crouched at the end of a bed. Um, uh, so it's not a particularly professional uh, setup that I've got at the minute. Just kind of trying to get as uh, any kind of Wi-Fi that I possibly can. Uh, but I'm looking yep. over the buildings, beautiful buildings. Um, so, for, uh, so far, Adam, I must say, uh, no job. 
I hate to disappoint no the joke. Ju- yeah, I hate to disappoint the junk timers out there. Now we we've been getting a bit so of. So have you been zeroing in? Do you have like a, do you have an area that you know to go to? Because like, <laughs> I know he's out you've there. You've heard mate. that he's in Manhattan. Is that correct? Yeah, we've got a, we've had a few feeds, a few uh, a few leaks to us about where he might be, and I had I've only had a chance to check out one of them so far. So I went down to one particular okay. spot, and and it was a bit vague. Like the other other um suggestions have been more specific as the actual name of the cafe. Um, and this one was uh-huh. more a bit of a general area, so I had to go down to kind of like just case out the area. I went into a couple of cafes and shops and just kind of um, went, no, that's not Job. No, I don't, I don't think Job would be working at Starbucks. And so I am. Um, so have I'm, you, on, have I'm you on the trial. People on the streets, like are people in New York talking about it? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, you, you are right. I have been walking the streets of New York, um, stopping every third person, uh, asking them about Joe Watson, and uh, yeah, no, they they reckon he should give his brain lay back. They they're strong on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm 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 leaving here tomorrow, but then coming back. Um, for another three days uh, near the end of the week. So that's when I'm going to make a few more um, searches. Inquiries. Yeah, yeah. But tell you what, I went and saw some great athletes today. July 4th. Yeah, Sp- what did you get up to? The baseball? The, bas- the basketball's not on. Ice hockey, that's finished. No. NFL preseason. Brilliant athletes went down to the uh, Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Won by the the, oh. the legendary Joe, uh-huh. Joey Chestnut. He's won seven in a row, and then he lost it last year. Now he's regaining his title. He is a mort- an immortal walking amongst us uh, uh, peasants. Um, but uh, it was it was actually quite fun. It's kind of um, near a theme park or fun park, and so it's kind of set up. And there's about probably four or five thousand people, I reckon. And uh, people are chanting, Joey, for, Joey. For yeah, it's not just a hot dog eating competition, my no, friend. No, sorry, my, my apologies, my apologies. But he, um, he ate 70 in 10 minutes. 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Fuck. Yeah. And, and does uh, he have to go, does he have to line up to buy them? Like, is that <laughs> counted in your, uh, well, you in should, your hot dog eating You should time? see the floor, because there, um, there are probably about 10 or 12 contestants, but you should see the floor, because it's just, yeah, strewn with chewed up bits of hot dog by the end of it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's all sitting there, and it's, uh, I mean, it's, it wasn't perfect hot dog weather, it was pretty pretty warm, and probably not perfect, uh, I suppose uh, when uh, it... Uh, excuse me, have you checked with Liam Pickering? <laughs> I think he knows... Whether it's perfect hot dog eating weather, but maybe. I suppose when, when is the perfect weather to um to eat consume seventy hot dogs? So I suppose there is no perfect yeah. weather for that. But um, but it was actually quite funny. The host is the host is very funny. Kind of the way he builds up the the pageantry of it. Yeah, but uh, fuck yeah. fuck you, Matt Stone. You lost, all right. You don't ever do that again to Joey Chestnut. And, and, and do, you, do you think the Americans are a bit bored? Like like did Mick Malthouse say it's getting boring with Joey Chestnuts winning all the time? Yeah, sure. They are talking about bringing in caps and bringing in, you know, um, yeah. budget budget things. And, yeah, and there's a draft, too, now in the hot dog eating, uh, in the World Eating Championships. So, the, yeah, the, the draft kind of to, to, to even out the competition. Oh, you've got to equalise. Yeah, yeah. I've always said that. You've got to equalise your hot dog eating comps. Otherwise, it's just, it's, it's just shit. Yeah, no, it's not on. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it, was, it was a great event. It was a wonderful event. Got a few photos. And... Did so, you, is it is it merch? They have merch there at the hot dog eating comp. Yeah, they had heaps of kind of Joey like Chestnuts they had hopes, heaps of um um hot dog based kind of hats and you, you could buy a t shirt. Oh, yeah. I think the line for the t shirt was heaps, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. But um, I saw Joey Chestnut's dad. So there was a guy in front of me who had a sign of, ch- <laughs> of, of Chestnut, and the guy came up to him. He's like, oh, how much? How much for that? And the guy's like, I really want to buy it. He's like, yeah, that's my son. And everyone's like, oh my god, it's Joey Chestnut's dad. And they were get everyone got. You saw JCD. 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's this guy with this big white bushy beard. He seemed like a nice guy. But it's very funny. People are chanting out, Joey, Joey. And like, um, and then that would often morph into USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did, yeah. And then did you get, did you get the Hawkers chant going? Uh, I tried. I tried calling out Cyril a few times, but it didn't quite work. Yeah. Yeah, I yelled at the umpire. You're an idiot, umpire. That uh, there was clearly hot dog in the mouth there, umpire. Yeah, it's been a big week for apologies, Mark. I, I'm not sure uh, how aware of what you've been. Obviously, um, Wayne Carey and Glenn Archer caught up in Bali. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a nice story. Had a bit of a chinwag. It was lovely, wasn't it? I mean, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna catch up, you're gonna have a. a an apology, it's got to be over a bin tang. I've yeah. always said that. <laughs> it's, a, it's the beer that brings people together um, yeah, in more ways than one, either through, uh, um, you know, unplanned STDs. pregnancies, STDs, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Group fights, uh, you know, bashings, glassings. It brings people <laughs> together in so many different ways. So many different ways. Group sex, whatever. Yeah, yeah. you know, it often results in charges, but it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful beer. And so, so now they would have talked, they would have talked and the like before this. Like, they, had they been keeping distance? Uh, no, I think what they'd said at, at official functions, they'd be like, g'day, arch, g'day, duck. And that was kind of it. It was a bit awkward. So they needed to, they needed to clear the air. Yeah, good. So they settled down. Imagine and being a fly on the wall. Imagine that. What, what they, yeah. what they, what they said. Imagine the, the well, Where do you start? Where do you start? You go, hey, <laughs> hey, do you remember that time uh, yeah. at my barbecue? Duck would be like, oh, vaguely. No, no, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, oh, that's right. That's the time I uh, fucked my teammate's wife. Yeah, yeah, actually, it rings a bell. Yeah, nah, yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, the one, uh, one of the biggest stories in football of all time. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got, a, got a memory of that. Yeah, I think. Was it a, was it a, was it a Monday? I can't. Was it, was it Katie? Was it Kelly? I can't really. What's her name again? I can't really remember. You know, it's what? a beer flying wall. I mentioned I had three sausages that afternoon. They were good snags, Arch. Yeah. You do a good barbecue. So they, um, they're talking about they've uh, smoked the peace pipe. They're going to be friends, or is it just like we don't hate each other anymore? Well, I think I think they may well be friends because they had the two th- the 1996 20 year premiership reunion on the weekend, and yeah. so they wanted to clear the air so it wasn't all awkward there. And then, just to continue with the apologies, uh, Kerry apologised at that. Yeah, to um Steve. So he's he's just gone. He's just gone apology nuts. If Wayne Kerry has ever wronged you, any junk timers out there, give him a buzz. Yeah, He'll he's let- going to say sorry. So fourteen years on, and he hadn't, and well, Steve felt that he hadn't got a uh, significant enough apology a from him. Apology, yeah. yeah, yeah. But even though, and so now, Steve said that like last year or something. So it's even taken yeah, a long time for Kerry to come back now. When he was on open mic, yeah, yeah. But uh, actually, truth serum. But yeah, they're really big on um, kind of, and with the Eagles and Chicky as well. Like they're they're really big on kind of having no problems at the reunions, aren't they? Like if you don't, yeah, if you it's don't, all about the re- it's yeah. all about the reunion, isn't it? Yeah, if you don't show, like it's really noticeable, and you know, if you, I don't know, if you don't apologise, or <laughs> then it's you know weird. But yeah, they're, they're they're really strong on the um on the reunions, are they? Yeah, uh, it's all about the reunion, mate. You got to, you know, what, do you reckon the boot starter gets invited to the reunion? That's a good question. Do the does the coaching team is get 
get invited as well? So, like, you know, the f- assistant forward coach or the, the physio I at that time? S- I would imagine oh, that's a good point. I imagine I imagine the assistant coaches would get a run, but yeah. you know they always talk about the bootstud as the heart and soul of the club. I mean, yeah. Alex Rance, as we had pointed out to us by one of our listeners, said yeah, that, and you know, it's all about the bootstutter. Yeah, Tim and uh, Will Anderson as well, a friend of the show, um, uh, sent in that uh, on a AFL AFL Exchange podcast, I think it's called. Alex Rance went yep. into glowing terms about the bootstutter, like it was like a, it was kind of like his. Uh, like kind of you know coolest person of the week kind of segment, and uh, <laughs> okay the word coolest probably wasn't the title, but the uh, he did he did an absolute rave on the bootstar for about a minute and a half. But uh, I mean, uh, you know, obviously Alex Rance is never going to have a reunion to invite a bootstarter to. But does he <laughs> hang out? Does he hang out with the bootstarter? Yeah, uh, on the weekends if he loves him so much, how much do you love him, Alex? Well, I reckon he would because he's a bit of a different cat. You know, like. And, yep. he, uh, and I, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy who's hanging out with Dusty on the weekend. And so I think you kind yeah, of like, might, well. might like a little bit of the bootstarted lifestyle. You know, you kind of pop over and watch Midsummer Murders on a Saturday night while you're having a cup of tea. And you, yeah, you, yeah. Little... just be handsome at home. Yeah, yeah. So I think you'd like, yeah. the, I think you'd like the lifestyle. Of the uh... What kind of person do you think is hanging out with Dusty on the weekend? Just, just a quick question without notice, <laughs> sorry. Uh, look, people who are probably known to the authorities, I reckon. Colourful racing identities, that kind of person? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, people who have been, uh, you know, maybe stripped of certain rights and uh, have uh, lovely decorations on their ankle. Well, also people who uh, aren't even allowed in the country. Yeah, true. Like his father. Poor dude. Yeah. Hey, uh, that Gill meeting, the coaches meeting that uh, they were going to have at Gill's house the other day. Did you realise that? Yeah, that... so they all went to Gil McLaughlin's house on Tuesday. Do you think that's weird, like, uh, just in the context of what a big business it is, that they didn't have a dinner at a restaurant? He said, come to my place. Fellas, come hang with me. This is how no, you're right. down and gritty it is. I think they make it more homely, though. I think they go, oh, that's how down-to-earth Gil is. Like, like Dimitri didn't want you near his place. He had a moat. <laughs> he pour oil from the roof. He came near knocking on the door, but they, I think the yeah. whole thing is that they're making it. You know, oh, we're, we're so welcoming. In but on the flip side to that, I found it really strange. And I might correct me if I'm wrong, but was it just for Victorian coaches, or was everyone invited and just the Victorian ones showed up? Yeah, it, it was just Victorian coaches. Um, well, because you don't want you know what those other fuckheads there. They're like. You, they don't know what they're doing, you know. They're backwards. <laughs> I mean, we don't. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we don't. We don't need leper there, but <laughs> but no. I I I found that really weird. That I mean, surely they would have invited everyone, and it was kind of on you, you know, if you want to want to make the effort to you know make. Because I mean, obviously, it's a big day for the Perth teams uh, coaches to come over. But, yes, but I found that really strange. If if, if it's just but, a Victorian meeting. Yeah, Ross Lyon, Ross Lyon was on uh, on the couch last night, so he was, he's been in Melbourne. Been he's around, to come to Melbourne and yeah. hang out. So he could have come. How about he go down Media Street? Yeah, shoot, he, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Could have come over to your place. And it's not far yeah. for it's not far for Leon Cameron. It's not far for John Longmire. It's not far from Brisbane. No. It's not far from Adelaide. I mean, look at Grant Hackett. Look what he got up to on a flight from Adelaide. It is very doable. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, and Brendan Brendan Bolton didn't go. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, he he refu- he doesn't need Gil McLaughlin, mate. He's he's travelling all right by himself. He doesn't need that fuckhead. 
I think that would be a big, um, a big event to miss. So I think they'd be taking that as as a royal insult. Because yeah, the guys asked you over to the house, well, and there are only yeah. there aren't that many of you. Show up. Yeah, and and and, and if you're gonna if you're gonna like uh, get the opinions of the coaches, you need to get them all. You can't get particularly the Victorian teams who are slightly biased about what's going on in other states. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna need <laughs> you're gonna need to get it uh, across the board. Well, Mick uh, Malthouse is saying that it's now boring because uh, I think it's over the last ten years only four teams have won premierships. So now he's he's, yeah. he's jumping up and down, saying he's he's sick of it. He's sick of it. Something has to be done. Well, I mean, you could get him coaching Hawthorne. That'd change everything. <laughs> Don't worry get about it. Back there. I mean, let's just put it to you, Michael. Um, I'm just going to take a guess. You're not bored, are you? Um, look, I find every day exciting. I get out of bed with a spring in my step. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't can't remember if I mentioned the last podcast, but we are on top of the ladder. I don't, I don't think I brought it up. I, maybe I did a couple of times, maybe maybe four or five times, and now we're game clear without actually having to play. <laughs> we didn't play a game. We still got a game clear. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we'll chuck Mick in there. He'll be able to knock knock the block off the season after you know. Uh, round sixteen. Yeah. He, round sixteen. He'll have his playing for a uh, first round draft pick by about around twenty three. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There'll be Hawthorne then the Bombers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't. I tell you what. I can't wait for the uh, the round twenty three buy. I'm looking forward to that. That is going to be a great weekend of nothing. Just as the weather's getting good, they go. You know what? No footy. I know you're excited about the finals. We'll make you wait a week. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Like I think. Uh, I mean, they're kind of experimenting with the format, aren't they? Um, I think the players go hot and cold on buys, but um, yeah. Well, I think I think they want a mid-season one, but the one at the end of the year is they're starting to point out if you if you're top four and you win your qualifying final, you play one oh, yeah. game in about twenty three days or something. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and that's just yeah. not enough footy, Michael. You need yeah. to be out there. Well, I remember when um people made a big deal about that in nineteen ninety when they had the tied final. And the bombers, yes. the bombers had played in round twenty-two, and then, or might have been round twenty-four or something by then. Uh, but then, um, uh, they had well, West Coast and Collingwood had a draw, didn't they? Three three weeks off in the end. Yeah, 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 and it, and it cost them the grand final. They were sluggish, and there were players that had been rested in that final round, and so they were a month without playing footy. Oh, yeah, and I mean, you know, Terry Wallace was so, uh, sorry, Terry Danaher was so bored he didn't know what to do, so he just snapped Gavin Brown, <laughs> just out yeah. of boredom. He didn't know what he was. Just didn't know what footy was about anymore. Hey, um, can I interest you in a bit of theatre, Adam? Uh, Adam? Uh, I, I like you know I love my theatre. So you know I love my musicals. There's a composer in Melbourne. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's writing or has written a score. Sym- symphony orchestra. Symphonic. Symphonic score. Yeah. Uh, we played at Hamer Hall in Melbourne, and it's called uh-huh. it's called the Draw, a symphony, and yeah. they play the game on the big screen, and then they play the orchestrations over the top of it. So it's almost like a silent film, but like the music is but with a with a beautiful yeah a beautiful uh, symphony underneath it. Yeah, yeah. He said this game struck me because the subject matter of a draw is really frustrating. It's what nobody expected. Um. That's a very interesting ground to cover and explore musically. It deals with ex- existential crisis. Well, Collingwood fans won't re- know what that means, but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it quite quite fascinating. 
Well, it's going to be interesting, like, if you go and, okay, so you're watching the game, but you're listening to the music. It's going to be weird for mm. the first time in a symphony orchestra to hear, Oh, that's fucking bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Someone shouting that out, hey, Mahal. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Get good, off him, you fucking idiot! That's a good point. You should actually be able to go and, and yell along if you're... Um, yeah, absolutely. You're yeah, like, yeah. It's football, it's part of it. Yeah, you, you should be to. able to call out, yeah. So get stuck in a razor ray. Um, uh, yeah. He, it says here, the big moment when a wonky ball eludes Stephen Milne in the 30th minute. That t- that's kind of like the climax, isn't it? Kind of like what... It would be, yeah. But also, all right, I understand why he wants to do it. You can t- you know, talk about the emotion in that game, but uh, how many... How many St Kilda fans are going to want to go see? <laughs> well, I actually have like a... Like, none. Yeah, no. It'd be, it'd be, and then, how many Collingwood fans are you going to get to Hammer Hall to watch the MSO? Like, I don't... I, yeah, it's going to be pretty low. The crossover is going to be fairly low, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope they can I hope they can shift their units. But, um, but yeah, I suppose how... It, it's a very interesting combination. Yeah, that's all I say. It's great. It's gonna, it would have taken ages, well, I, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think they did it too for the um, the 2006 grand final. They just had uh, rave music playing under the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> Mike Brady must be ropeable. He didn't come up with this idea first. He'd be absolutely furious. Oh, he, imagine a Mike Brady score for the whole the whole two hours. Yeah, yeah. But like a game from like you know 1973 or something, and yeah. not e- not even a grand final. Just like round you know three at you know Cadenia Park. Should they all right? If you're going to do a score for the for the grand final, should they score like the the halftime sprint and the pre-game? Oh yeah, okay, yep. Like so the whole loaf? thing. Should they should they redo meatloaf? All the coverage when they kick in the ball across the arrow, having that kicking competition. Yeah, do the whole thing. Yeah. Then the lap of honor. Stuff. Then they go into the rooms. Yeah, from, and then they go to crown. Yes. So from midday they start the coverage. So it's going to be a lot of just like yeah, like you know the halftime piss. Yep. Yep. The crowd's yep. taking. Um, I want the whole thing scored. The tip, the tips at the start. Yeah, all that stuff. When they go, when they cross to the lab, I want to know what music gets played in the lab. Hey, there's um, a bit of troubling news from Kieran Jack, isn't there? Uh, it saddens me, Michael. It saddens me when a when a family a family unit get, is no longer get, a family unit. It's torn apart. You know, I'm big on the family. Yeah, absolutely. You've got about three or four in different parts of the country. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I tweet them regularly. Him and his brother, Kieran Jack and his brother, are in some kind of family feud with his parents. And I know yeah. that sounds entertaining and uh, Grand is delightful, but I mean an actual um, conflict. And he has told them that they should not attend his milestone match this Friday night. Well, if you're in a few, just Inch. fucking you just piss them off and show up. Go, what are you going to do about it, mate? Yell over the fence. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here, son. I'm here. <laughs> what are you going to fucking do about it? Yeah, get on Kiss Cam. Get on Bongo Cam. Yeah. <laughs> they should have Jack Cam. Oh, fuck, mum's on Bongo Cam. <laughs> um, but they say it's been simmering for more than a year. It's actually quite sad. But the weird mm. thing, well, the mum, the mum tweeted at him. What you don't. You don't tweet your mum? What are you, like a... No, no. How, how, do you, how do you and your mum contact each other? Snapchat? Uh, yeah, WhatsApp. And so it says to Kieran Jack, it's so sad. Dad, 200 RL, which I suppose is 200 Rugby League. You, two, yep. 200 AFL, uh, which I suppose stands for Rugby League. And you don't want us there, <laughs> your parents. No appreciation for all the years helping you get there. 
Isn't that a weird thing to get from your mum on Twitter? On Twitter is very weird. But also, firstly, stop milking it, mum. Like, he's obviously thanked you at some point. How, how, long, how many games does he have to go, oh, thanks for taking me to footy when I was 13, mum? Fuck and off. Then, and then um, Kieran replied with, uh, delete your account. So he's got the, <laughs> he got the, got the language of the kids. Got the lingo. But I so saw you brought up earlier um, uh, a bit ago. It's surprising that Kieran Jack's up to 200 games by now. Oh, yeah, I was very, very surprised. Like, I didn't think he started that early. Yeah. I do remember him, you know, being around for a little while, but I didn't think he was up to 200 games. Yeah. Is there, is there a chance for, uh, like, a halftime reunion or something like that? Something heartwarming. What a beautiful moment. Where they come out, you know, he runs out, she's at the end of the race, he gives her a hug, yep. and then they're like, oh, nah. and then he runs back out on the ground. Yeah, well, I mean, we've, Dad's kept his silence on this. It's with Dad as well, not just Mum, so... Yeah, it's, I, I don't want to see an unhappy Jack family. We need to do something to help them out. Um, any ideas? No, I reckon. I reckon Geelong use it to their advantage. Like if the banner had a picture of Kieran Jack's mum. Yep. <laughs> and all the Geelong players, you know, when you boot a ball through the banner, <laughs> just straight at their mum's head, bang, and Kieran Jack's over the gun. Ah, oh, fuck. We've Even t- they hate mum too. We've talked about where where the line might be in mm. on, on, in football, and what you can can't say to your opposition player to get them off their game. Are you allowed to have a go at your opposition player about the feud that they're having with their mum? Oh, I think it's top of mind. Yeah, that's a fair game. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I would... Like, even if if I was playing fullback, I would go into the middle, give away a 50 because there's too many people in the centre square at the start uh, of the game. Yeah. And yeah. just go... That's why you're the best. just walk up and go, Yeah, mum. <laughs> Doesn't even need to be clever. Just remind him. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd do. I'd get the coaching staff and get them to you know find out information about her. You know, likes, oh. likes, dislikes, middle name, maiden name. Um, Great idea. You know, I've put give um <laughs> give give players maybe little photos of when they're a baby with the mum, so Kieran Jack yeah. with his mum, and so they can just come and you know pull it out, wrap it around their wrist actually. And, uh, yeah, that's and run around with it and just be like, oh, look at that heartfelt memory, beautiful memory. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> You'll never speak to her again. That, that's split up now, hey? Hey, didn't yeah. think about thinking, thanking her, did you? Yeah, fucking muppet. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's that would be my and technique. Then, and then do you punch yourself in the face for using the word muppet? <laughs> but I put an F word in front of it, so it sounds tough. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. I, think, I, think I, I think I say muppet because they say it all the time on SEN. Yes, they do. And peanut. Um, so Danky, uh, in this broke a few hours ago. Danky is ready to sign an affidavit detailing the injection program. Former. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I've not heard this story. What? Seriously? Haven't, haven't you really? Yeah. No. Yeah. So Danky, uh, um, he he he's ready to sign an affidavit detailing the injection program. Former Gold Coast son Nathan Bock was given. So. Bocky must be. Oh, so he's not. He's not talking about it. He's talking oh about no, no, he's talking about Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So he's he says he is ready to sign an affidavit. Now he didn't <laughs> say he's going to sign an affidavit. Yeah, I mean, if someone presents him one, yeah. he will more than likely sign it. But until then, He'll no think one's about even thought it. of that to this point. He'll think about it. So is Bocky repealing or something? Let me think. Look, have a look. I get, I get so confused by these drug investigations because everything is. Um, Oh, that's right. Bocky got let off, and then they went, no, 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 we're going to have another look at that, mate. That's right, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so Danky stepped in. As he's been saying, I mean, much like he's been saying about the Essendon um, team. Um, mate, it, he's got 
He's got the info. He's got the info. He's got the evidence. People just need to ask him. Someone ask him. Yeah, I, I don't know why people don't just knock him on, knock on the door. You know, he's probably standing there, always carrying a box for some reason. And <laughs> well, we know what's in the box. <laughs> and we go, excuse me, sir, can you please tell us what happened? Oh, finally, get a cup of tea. I'm so glad someone's asked me. I've been, yeah, I've just, just been waiting. A chest. It's been waiting and waiting. <laughs> so he's going to tell. Um, he well, no, he's thinking about. Signing an yeah. affidavit to to, yeah, to yeah. help Bocky. Danker said, "Here we go." Danker said he bought box drug at a, a Sydney compounding pharmacy in 2010. Took it to their sons mm-hmm. on a plane in a cooler bag packed with dry ice. How do you get a cooler bag packed with dry ice onto a plane? I thought you could only do that for like heart transplants and stuff. Yeah, is that like a? He's, he's, he's Danky. You know, the, the obviously the people at Virgin or Qantas go. It's Stephen Dank. Just yeah, let him on. Get on through. No security. Just wanted to throw. Yeah, I mean, all right, he had a little bit of a panic when he saw that, that sniffer dog at the airport, but apart from that, everything was fine. <laughs> well, I mean... It's always a compound too, isn't it? They love their compounds. Yeah, it's a compounding pharmacy, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amino acids are very very complex, Adam, proteins. Yeah, um, no, you're right. So basically, I think the bottom line really is um, Bocky is in big trouble. <laughs> 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 yeah, if Danky comes clean, it's all over. Yeah. Hey, should we read some emails from our viewer, our listeners, Adam? Yes, I would love to, mate. And our viewers, I I, I put this out on uh, on Periscope, so people watching, g'day. Uh, How are you? Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering what that webcam in my room was there, and <laughs> <laughs> and so um, uh, junktimeaflpod at gmail dot com. Uh, we talk about footballers in real life. Here's one: footballers in real life. Ah, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, in the nineteen in the late 70s and early 80s, as a mad Richmond supporter, I naturally had to get the duffel coat plastered with iron-on numbers and names. They were great, weren't they? The duffel coat with you put the number on the back. Yeah. Where did you get a duffel coat from? Was it from a sports store? Or was it from, like, Kmart? No, I reckon it'd be a regular, like, a coat shop. Like. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, I reckon. In the duffel coat section? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think. It's not sporting apparel? No, because you're not, you're just, you're not, you're just wearing it. You're not, you're not competing in anything. You're not. You're not actually using it, putting it to <laughs> well. use. Like sport, sport shops are like <laughs> they're for people who actually want to play sport. It's not just oh, really? For all people those people who getting around in tracksuits <laughs> down Smith Street. Yeah. They're all sporting people, are they? Dude, they're all off to they're off to the games in a month. Like they <laughs> yeah, okay, true. You're off to Rio. Um, so uh, duffel coat. I'd go to my local sports store in Dukes Road, Faulkner, to get this done. The man behind the counter, who did it for me? One Wayne Harms. Oh, love Harmsy. I used to have his number on my back. Really? Of all the... St- yeah, I was a huge Wayne Harms fan. Oh, okay, gotcha. I would have thought of all the kind of glamorous stars at the time. Not to say he wasn't, you know, a bit like Buzz and stuff like that. I'm surprised he picked yeah. him out. Yeah, or the Dominator. People loved a bit of Dominator. Yeah, um, that, that's true. No, I went, I went for the gritty man, the one who won, uh, you know, should have won the Norm Smith in the 79 grand final, had there been Norm Smiths. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, mm. uh, one, he was a beefy chap. Uh, second, being a Carlton player, I assumed uh, he would have hated having to iron on Richmond names and numbers. Isn't that funny? Yeah, actually, that's the thing too. You constantly have people coming in, and there would be Carlton fans who went in there, and they'd go, oh, yeah, can yeah. I just pop this number on for me? And be like, why well, isn't it fucking me, mate? <laughs> like, yeah. you'd be, oh, you just, no, he... That's probably why I probably took it to him and he just put 37 <laughs> yeah. on it and I didn't realise why. That's from Dave. Thank you very much, Dave. Um, 
He he actually played for uh, Oak Park, which was in my local footy league. Okay. And he was pretty fucking fat after he... Uh, oh, really? Like people used to mistake him for Colin Sylvia. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> um, a few years back, I saw Heath Shaw enjoying a frothy at the Lowell Plenty pub. Gee. Oh, yeah? That's his local? Getting up to yep. fun at the local, pl- the local Lowell Plenty, Plenty pub. It yeah. a lot of fun. Would he sure be, you know, pulling out the karaoke at three in the morning, you know, shirt oh, off? It'd be old heater. You'd want to be around him. A lot of players are from out that way, like the Diamond Creek sort of. Yep, yep. That area, aren't they? Yeah. Hey, you'll never, you'll never guess what happens in the next sentence. You never get this. Abs- ab- no yeah. chance at all. Later on the night, Heath got cut off at the bar. <laughs> 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 My brother went up to him, got him a drink, put his arm around him, got him a drink. Um, brother came back to me. I said, "You're a decent bloke." Shouting, "Heath Shaw, Heath Shaw beer!" He looks at me confused and goes, "Heath Shaw, what?" He had no idea. No <laughs> idea who it was. Just so like just a local dude a, cut off from the bar, the low plenty. Yeah, helping out the twenty-third person to be cut off that that hour. And that's from yeah. Mikey. Um, interesting one here. Oh, this is a good one actually. Oh, not to say the others weren't, but uh, this is from Dan. Uh, yesterday on my way home from work, I pulled over at the red light, and who should I see pull up next to me in a black Lexus? None other than, ah, Santa made a perfect, Dennis Committee. I rolled down my window and yelled, Dennis, he turned back, gave me a wave. I said, mate, don't retire at the end of the season. We can't have BT fucking calling the Friday night footy. (laughs) (laughs) He laughed and said, we'll see, mate, we'll see, and then drove off. Isn't that awesome? A passionate play to Dennis Committee. So if it says we'll see, does that mean we can can we start up a can we start up a petition to yeah. keep Dennis well, they, around? There probably are petitions online as well, but also I think we'll see means he's definitely signed on for next year. Like this is all a ruse. You know, BT's been kind of niggling him during the year going, you know, when are you gonna leave? Well, you know, can I have your seat? Can I have your seat? Yeah. And then he's just like, I'm not doing this, mate. I'm I'm doing I'm pulling the reversal. The people of Australia need me. Because I'm bloody. This is Dennis like Tom Committee. Boyd and Zane Cordy. Yeah. He's going to snap him. Yeah, yeah. Pour a beer in his head. <laughs> and, poor, yeah. and BT. <laughs> and what do you think BT would say? He'd say, oh boy, oh boy, wowee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I sold him some hand candy. Hey, uh, we better wrap it up, I think, Adam. All right. The, 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 city of, the city of New York calls me. Joe Watson calls me. Oh. He's out there. I'm looking, I'm, looking at it, I'm looking at it poetically right now. And there's a shadow kind of cast over my face. And I'm saying, you're out there, Job. I'm going to find you. You're out there. But what for, if you put the Job signal into the sky? Just the ground uh, true. Line, Just yep. into the clouds. Yep, yep. No, it's a big, it's with, a, it's a big caricature. With of, this isn't yours written underneath it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mean. Um, we'll head <laughs> off. Yes, thank you. Uh, we are junktimeafopod at Gmail. We are junktimeafopod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, apologies for the delay this week. We um, just had a bit of technology issues, which obviously is um, what happens when you try to do um, podcasts via Skype on the other side of the globe. But um, only one more thing to say, um, Adam. Oh, God. Go, Joey Chestnut. We love you.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 